Welcome back to the program, and big thanks to Brittany Graham for all her efforts with On The Pace. Now it's time to talk some Queensland racing. Michael Maxworthy joins us on the line. G'day, Maxie. Hello, Dave. How are you going? Very good, mate. Um, it was a successful Magic Millions Day, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. We, we were lucky to get through. It's been well spoken about that uh, we had quite a lengthy delay prior to the running of the Guineas, and uh, we managed to get the last race, race 11, uh, run and won, although we were losing the sunlight. But nevertheless, it was a wonderful carnival and can't wait till next year where they've started the promotion already with this three-year-old slot race, Dave, uh, which is going to happen on the Friday night under the lights. I think they're planning on a six-race card Friday night and then probably nine on Magic Minions Day itself. So looking forward to that. But, um, yeah, hugely successful two days of racing at the Gold Coast that we're back to Eagle Farm this coming Saturday. Great stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, surely we're not going to have the 11 races again. That was... (laughs) <laughs> probably too much, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was something that we had to have because they wanted to include those debut races. Yes. One for the Phillies, one for the Colts and Geldings. But I think, you know, maybe they'll be moved to the Friday night. But, um, yeah, it's just you can't afford anything to go wrong with 11 races, in particular when you get capacity field sizes. But um, the good news out of that delay is that Sydney Bowler looks to be okay. I saw a vision of him. Yep. Um, he's been well looked after and Hopefully he can make a successful comeback because he looks to be a very, very nice horse for John O'Shea. Certainly does. Mate, let's look at today uh, when it comes to racing at uh, Doombin. And uh, interesting, we've got a horse from Sydney, favourite in race one here in this two-year-old race, Jew Calzini. Yes, trained by um, Daniel Siebert Goldman. And this guy was made first emergency for the debut on Saturday at the Gold Coast and he didn't get a start. I believe he arrived at the coast on Friday and had to wait until Saturday morning and he missed a start. So they found this race for him at the midweeks here in Brisbane. He's up here. He's a two-year-old by D'Argento. Blinkers are on at his first start. And he had those blinkers on in a Warwick Farm trial back on the 2nd of January. He won it quite well. He was given a couple of taps and, and won well. So he is the favourite. Pretty short, though. And there's another first starter of Chris Munsters, who's very speedy, called Tiger Ty. Um, he probably leads and leads comfortably. He's only a little fella with a lot of toe, helped by a three-kilo claim. But, Dave, I was looking to go a little bit left field in this first. They do better each way, and I'm keen on Lady Bossanova for Kevin Kemp. Now, she's only had the one start, ran four of six in Toowoomba, but she was so difficult for the rider... She was laying in badly and very green. And there's been some decent form to come out of that race. Kempi's bringing Kenji Yoshida down. Now, he doesn't ride very often in town, but he's very aggressive, a strong rider. And this filly's getting Blinker's first time barrier one. And I think she'll be strong. So I'd rather go each way at about the $14 rather than the ninety about the favourites. So six to beat one in the first. Sounds like there's some intent there um, from the stable. In race two, Maxi, we've got favourite Belvedere boys, but I tell you the horse they've backed this morning, and it's been very well backed, one in all. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a surprise. Uh, this guy was good first up at the Sunny Coast, finishing fifth. He um, was a little bit tight for room in the straight, but I noticed when Ben Thompson was able to give him a reminder, it really picked up, but it was all too late. And he was only beaten a length. Now, he's an on-pacer, which could count for a lot today, Dave, with this track a heavy eight. It could be upgraded to a seven. 
Uh, we, we don't start the first until 2.13, I think that's 3.13 your time. Uh, what is it? Uh, my apologies. It's about one, yeah, 1.38 Queensland time. So yeah. if we don't get any rain, the track could be upgraded. But nevertheless, it's going to pay to be handy. And that's where one in all will be. But I'm just uh, really liking the form around Belvedere Boys, trained by Matt Dunn. Matt's strike rate is just white hot right now. And I reckon if this guy runs well today, he'll be off to Rose Hill or Randwick for a highway. He was great winning his maiden here at Doombin two ago, coming from last at the midweeks with a wide rail. So he's had a good spell. I thought although he ran five of five at Mwilumbar in a trial, it was a hot trial. There were some slick horses against him. I think they'll ride him quietly, get to the middle of the track, and I think he'll be able to overpower them there. Race two, number two, Belvedere boys. But granted, the one they're back, We'll give you a good sight. That's number nine, one in all. Yeah, okay, one in all. We're going to race number three on the card, chatting with Michael Maxworthy. And uh, Maxi, uh, equal favourites here, Petersham and Snowboom. Yeah, Snowboom won her first start and then she just battled a little bit. Uh, when she won at Ipswich on debut, she led. They might try those tactics again today, but I'm really keen on the Sydney form with a number of horses today, and Petersham has that. Formerly with Singo, Waterhouse Bottom, Mayor by Lonro. She's only had the five starts, and two of them have been when ridden back in the field. And she's found the line strongly. And I'm hoping that's what happens today. She's come up here, they've wiped the slate clean with her. She had a soft trial for Orman at Deegan. He just sat on her. She was midfield, around about fourth, didn't move on her in the straight. Now, some of her form is very good. Um, at a third start, she went around in that classic at Kembla behind uh, Pavitra, who absolutely blitzed them. This girl led and she just ran out of... Well, she couldn't see out the fifteen, uh, the 1,600 at that time and weakened out of it. And then she went to Vicenzo. And I thought ran well um, when finishing fifth behind City of Light. She was only beaten the length. She got squeezed out at the start. They did want to have her handy because you could see he was bustling her, but... It was all too late. She had to stay last, but she got to the outside and she worked home quite nicely. There, that was in the race one by City of Lights, Winks' Winks's, Winks's um, sister. So um, I like what I see with Petersham today. I just want to see a little bit of market support, Dave, in race number three. Okay, we're going to race number four, and we're chatting, of course, uh, with Michael Maxworthy, who will be a part of the coverage later today on Sky Thoroughbred Central. And in the fourth, two thirty here. For Captain Fenkel. Yeah, he's garnering a lot of supports. Uh, this fellow is by Kermadec from Savabile, so he's bred to get over a little bit of ground. Trained by Marcus Wilson at the Gold Coast. He's booked Orman. He's got the inside draw. At his first start, he started favourite at Ipswich, landed in a lovely position. He was stoked up three deep at about the 500. And he was still a little bit one-paced until the last 100 metres and he really started to gather momentum. So it's good that they're going 13.50 with him at start number two. But again, I'm looking at a bit of Sydney form here and liking number 14, uh, Hatasu. You might be able to tell me, Dave, but I'm not seeing any market support for her. She's a three-year-old filly and she's got um, a very stout pedigree. She's by American Pharaoh from Giblitz. And that makes her a half-sister to the Melbourne Cup winner, Val and Declare. Now, she trialled nicely in the winter for Chris Waller. And uh, he gave her one start at Warwick Farm in mid-June. 
she ran fourth of eight. They're only beaten three quarters of a length behind Jolly Star, who then came out to become a little bit of a star. She uh, she went to Melbourne and won the thousand guineas. Jolly Star. Well, this filly was last in that race at Warwick Farm, and she was gaining ground in the straight. As I said, to be only beaten three quarters of a length. Now Chris turned her out after that, set her up here, which is a good thing. She's acclimatised up here to her new surroundings at the coast. She's had two trials on the poly where she's gone nicely. Now, I don't know whether she's going to be fit enough. First up, 13.50. Chris had three final acceptors for this race. He scratched the other two and left Hatasu in. So, But I would like to see a bit of market support for her. All right. Uh, race number five on the card. And your favourite here at uh, 480 is Autumn Song. Yeah, Autumn Song um, was a little bit keen last start. So going to 16.50, Autumn Song needs to relax. Has drawn a bit awkwardly from a, a bit of a trap start for 16.50. They start out on Nudgy Road there. So um, if you back Autumn Song, you'll want to hope that uh, Jimmy's got his magic hands with him just to, to relax that horse. I'm going a little bit wide here and banking on number two, Elroy, who's been going particularly well now. He's actually drawn the absolute outside here. They went forward last start. That didn't work. So they've dropped him back slightly in trip, and I'm sure they're going to go back on him today because that's how he races best, back and home. Now, Taylor Marshall's going to have to ride for a little bit of luck here, but if he gets the luck, I think he can win. So race five, first leg of the quaddy. I think a good result for the quaddy could be number two, Elroy. Okay, Elroy in race number five. Race six today at Doombin, and your favourite here at 3.30 is uh, uh, Daiko. Yeah, I, I do like him today. That's probably as short as it gets. This guy was a $1.5 million yearling, and since going to um, Olivia Cairns, I think was picked up online midway through last year for $32,000. Um, has gone really well for Olivia, has won a couple of races, and including last start at the sunny coast where he won with authority. He's by not a single doubt, so I think he'll get through the ground okay. And I'm happy to have him on top the favourite here, number seven, Diaco, to be written by Ben Thompson. We go to race number seven. Favourite tarps here, Maxie? Yeah, I think it's the right race for him. Note that Destiny's Republic is running. There was no jockey. Uh, they put the jockey on very late this morning. It's Jake Malloy to claim three. And uh, it changes things up a little bit because Tarps look to take complete control of the race. But this Destiny's Republic is very quick and will likely leave. But I don't think he'll run the trip, Destiny's Republic. I think Tarps will now take the trail, maybe sit second. And I think his form suggests that he can definitely justify favouritism. He comes out of that last race on Wave Day, that Class 4, won by Lavish Empire, came from a mile back. The King had led at a strong gallop. This guy half missed the kick tarps and was chasing the King at a relentless tempo. So no surprise to see weak and late. I think back to the midweeks, this is more than achievable for tarps. So I do like him in race seven, horse six. Okay, and we go to the lucky last, race eight, uh, Demacray. Um, Demacray is your three forty favourite. Look, it's uh, a really open race here. You know, as you can appreciate, it's a benchmark sixty-five over two thousand and fifty. Form lines from everywhere, so I'm just going wide. Uh, about thirty-one dollars is my top choice here. Number six, knees. Now, I'm not selecting this horse with any confidence at all. I'm just thinking that. 
a lot of these horses have only won two or three races. At least this guy has won six. He's won two of his past three in the country. And in the middle was a third placing in Toowoomba where he was unlucky. He was badly held up for about 200 metres. He should have finished much closer. So he's a stayer, very much in good form. He's drawn a gate where he can position in the first half dozen. And I really believe he'll give us a sight at a big price. So we'll go number six each way in the last. The other hopes are one uncommon valor. Gets a three kilo claim, but he's not an easy horse. He, I think he's more a senior rider's horse, but they did need to go the claim to help him a little bit. DeMarque's got a chance for Chris Waller. He'll stay all day. An artful girl, one of the favourites, number 13. Certainly looks hard to beat on recent form, but I'm liking the, the 31 and 8 each way. Number 6, knees in the last of Doombin. All right. Uh, best on the card, Maxie? Well, I'm sticking with the Sydney form and going 3-3 Petersham, who's now trained by Tony Gollan, and Chris Wallace Philly returning in race four, number 14, Hatasu with that uh, very strong form line through her only start at Warwick Farm back in June. Great to talk with you, mate. Uh, look forward to all the coverage on Sky Thoroughbred Central. Okay, thank you, Dave. Bye-bye. Th- there's Maxie, uh, Michael Maxworthy joining us.